Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I mean, I could have never predicted this, this f***ing sh**. This is the end. Oh, my goodness. That was a clip from next week's episode. That's the way they ended this week's episode of Beverly Hills. Hi, I'm Emily, and this is She's Startin', a podcast about Bravo TV. And I got to say, I am beyond loving Beverly Hills. It's giving us everything. I know a lot of people are going to say that there are victims involved and real people involved. And so this is a tragedy and we shouldn't be looking at it as entertainment. But think of all the years we've been with these shows. We kind of earned this. You know, I, I know Teresa went to jail, but I mean, she went to jail because they forged documents to file for bankruptcy. So the banks were the ones who suffered and who really is sad about banks. They are fine. However, we're talking about victim victims, burn victims, orphans, widows. So yes, it's it's a lot more tragic. But if you think of the amount of women that have been housewives, the odds are that this is going to happen. Look at Jen Shaw. We've got that going on. And I know a lot of people think Jen Shaw shouldn't be on the show. Don't glamorize criminals. But it's kind of like, think of football players. Well, that's a really tough analogy for this demographic, isn't it? Whatever, I'm going to try. Sports stars. There's so many of them. But a handful of them are like terrible, wife-beating, cheating, awful men. Okay, there's that. In the world of housewives, I was going to say the majority aren't bad, bad people, but, you know, there are not a lot of really great people that we have on housewives. And some of them are criminals now. 
that's where we are. Some of them are criminals. And if they're willing to film, I'm willing to watch. I got to tell you, I'm willing to watch this breakdown of Erica Jane because we've been forced to watch her do basically nothing for five years except glam. So, yeah, I'm here for this. Um, so it's important to note that right before this episode aired, we got the news that a judge has deemed it legal. I don't really know exactly the terminology of this, but the victims of Tom Girardi, three of them that are owed $11 million can now, they can go after Erica directly for the money. Holy shit. That's huge. That's huge. Because, you know, let's say that, because I actually do think this, let's say she didn't know where the source of the money was. I really don't think she did. I think she just got money from Tom and would never dare to question where it came from. That doesn't even make sense. She would never, she would never say to Tom, how are you getting all this money? He's putting it in businesses. She's probably thinking it's just to help build her business credit. This is as innocent as I can make her. You know, she, maybe she has a hint that Tom is an asshole. Well, I mean, now we've come to find that she's been aware that he's an asshole. Um, and there's also a theory that she's been lying this whole time on camera about Tom and has been hustling, doing the book deal, getting bro- uh, Broadway, getting the makeup line, all this she talks about on this episode, um, but that she's been doing all this to prepare to leave Tom but couldn't say anything and couldn't let anyone catch wind of it because Tom is so powerful. Okay. If this is, if this is the case, then I feel really duped because we've been watching her. She's been on a show, a reality show where you're supposed to share your life. And she's been getting so mad at everyone for saying she's cold and she doesn't open up and she doesn't give us enough. She has a lot of sassy responses to that. So if this is, if that theory is true, then I'm even more annoyed because I've been watching her and developing opinions of her as she presents it. And if it's true that it's all just been one big facade, well, damn it, that pisses me off. But the other thing is, she's built this independence, the Broadway, the book, housewives, the makeup, all the things that come from being a housewife, all the all the opportunities and things that you get. But she's built it with Tom's stolen money. You know? She's built it like he invested in her startup company, if you will with money that was stolen from victims. So, okay, let's say we're going to go back to this. She Let's say she doesn't know where the money's coming from. It's just appearing in her account. Let's say it truly is just convenient 
timing. Oops, I just hit my mic. Sorry. Let's say it's just convenient timing that she finally leaves Tom and coincidentally is when he's about to go down, (laughs) even though we know she'd been subpoenaed at that point and was very aware of all these lawsuits. But hey, let's say let's say she thought that those lawsuits would just go away because Tom has had many lawsuits throughout the years and he's just boom, 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 bye, bye. I'm Tom Girardi. Okay, fine. If Erica was a good person and was finding out, oh my God, these were victims that were being stolen from, that's how I got all my money. Wouldn't she say, okay, look, lawyer, what can I do to help? My life has been built on the back of victims? No, no. No, 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 no. Mr. Lawyer Man or woman, how can I make this right? Can I turn in expensive pieces? I've got bags. I've got shoes. Instead, this bitch starts trying to sell her stuff on a website for like secondhand designer digs. Are you kidding? That just then makes her an awful person, right? As innocent as I can make her in my head and as innocent as a lot of a lot of people that comment on my posts a lot of a lot of people have this theory. So okay, if it's if she can be that innocent didn't know where the money was coming from. But then finding out now that there were victims that are still waiting for money. Why are you hoarding all your expensive stuff? And giving everyone the middle finger for having an opinion of that. You know, she could release a statement, and there's also a theory that she can't. She's just legally not allowed to do any of this. She shouldn't have, she shouldn't make any statement. Well, the bitch isn't shutting up on Twitter when it comes to the haters. Uh, I'm sure that isn't legally recommended, you know? So right before it airs, this news breaks, which is genius. Genius. So you don't feel bad for this woman. I mean, you you might, but like <laughs> you can live a, a decent life without all this crap that just sits in your closets slash bedrooms. She's not living in a small home. I live in Los Angeles. I know that paying 9000 a month means you're doing pretty damn well. Look, Gina on OC, she made that casita. Well, no, she didn't make it work. It was depressing. But it's not a tragedy that she owns material objects that could help pay back victims and to part with those pieces would not be sad. It's like, Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's easy. Turn in a bunch of your expensive stuff. Easy breezy. This goes away. She's not cooperating. She's trying to hoard all of her money. Wow. 
I really am trying to see her innocence because I don't want to. I just prefer the innocent take on it. I'm not one to jump to a conclusion. I especially don't care. I don't think detectives and cops and lawyers get it right. Half the t- Our justice system is a mess. It's a just an absolute disaster. So I don't, like as soon as she was in the, the media, I wasn't one to jump on the bandwagon. And I have seen all the deep dives, all of them, on all the amazing accounts. And I still reserve a little bit of innocence for her. But she's not doing herself any favors in the compassion department. You know, she keeps posting taunting messages on Twitter and on Instagram. So, you know, that bitch. All right, let's get into the episode. Previously, last week, we saw Erica moving into the new little little tiny baby house. Oh my God, she's she's a victim and a survivor herself. Uh, Sophia comes home and Portia gives us life with that amazing breakdown. Oh my God, how full circle would it be if Portia became a housewife? Oh my God, if only these shows could last that long. I really hope they do. I don't see how they would ever end. Just get the next generation going. It's it's history. Look how long The Bachelor's been on. We can do housewives forever until the end of time. Oh, excuse me. My allergies are going crazy today. Anybody else? No? Okay, great. Uh, Lisa Renna is bringing up Scott Disick. She's she started that storyline. Um, I mean, God, is she not in heaven over that? So she's it. She says she says to Kathy, "Hey, Kathy, real quick, because no one's brought it up yet. Uh, when I meet Scott Disick, do I call him Lord?" <laughs> Everyone's like, "What do we say?" And then Kyle. Kyle's doing a Kyle's doing a much better job than she did last season. Last season they had wha- whacked out direction. They didn't know what to do after Vanderpump left. They kind of floundered around and like really fabricated storylines, but didn't even do it in a in a smooth way. It was very sl- it was very sloppy work. So, and then uh, a little flash of the dinner with. Sutton wearing the big bow and all of them going really hard for Crystal with the whole violate thing, you know, using the term violate. I was very shocked that all of them were willing to go for Crystal that hard. I was, that was pretty, um, woo. <laughs> guys, you're all ganging up on the new girl, the new Asian girl. And okay, real quick, since, you know, you haven't heard my opinions on this, unless maybe you follow me on Instagram at we speak housewives plug. Um, why now I granted, I don't own expensive pieces, so I don't know if this is a rich person thing, but why would Sutton need to bring crystal her coat in the middle of the night? Cause like, couldn't crystal, maybe crystal meant to leave it there. Cause she's like, well, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and you know, we'll go somewhere and I'll need my coat and my coat will just be in the living room already. Or maybe she left it there. Cause she's like, I'll leave it here because 
you know, I want it handy in the living room in case I get chilly, I need to throw it on. Maybe that was an intention. But Sutton clearly, she brought it to Crystal. We know, I mean, I know why she brought it to Crystal. She brought it to Crystal because she wanted another opportunity to interact with Crystal. I mean, A, she's drunk. So that was a drunk choice, you know, genius ideas when you're drinking. And that's one of them. Oh, bring her a coat. And then B, she wants she wants a chance because her and Crystal got off to a, a weird start. She wants another chance to interact, to show Crystal how amazing she is. Look at me. I'm so, I'm, I'm bringing you your coat. You're welcome. I don't get it. Why would she care? But again, I don't have nice things. So maybe like. Maybe you have to keep your treasures near near you and within eyesight. Maybe. I don't know. But that was just a weird decision. So that starts out weird. And then she was so determined to bring the coat that even when she knocked and kind of heard Crystal talking, she just went right in and put the coat on the bed without seeing like, oh, shit, she's naked and she's crouched down being like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And closing the door and be like, I'm so sorry. I was just trying to bring you your coat. But instead, she just kept walking in because Sutton is not doing well. The COVID, the pandemic has really affected Sutton. You know, look, I didn't do very well in the pandemic either. Okay, my mental health took a major decline. So I'm going to give a lot of grace to Sutton because I do know now that Crystal and Sutton are good. Which actually I like. I know some people don't like that because it's it's kind of like, well, then what are we watching this big feud for? Well, because it's entertaining. That's what housewives are all about. We watch them fight and we hope they make up. The worst fights are the ones that they don't make up. Like Orange County, year after year after year with Vicky just continuously being a total psycho with Tamara and saying Eddie's gay and uh, then, you know, with Shannon, but, you know, fuck Shannon. But Shannon, Shannon's husband beats her. I mean, I don't know if it's true. I'm pretty sure I know it's true. Like, it's just being nasty. And it went on and on and on. Those are annoying. I like a nice housewives feud where we'll get some resolution at the reunion. I, I, I'm into this. So, all right. So that was last week. And the episode starts with one of those flash forwards of the big fight between Sutton and Crystal. And I'm really grateful that they didn't do this in any capacity at the beginning of the season. Remember on Potomac last year when it was, we all knew the big fight happened. It was released. The blogs picked it up. I spent the whole six episodes that it took to get to the fight, just waiting for the fight. So they they teased with the fight and it was great cinematography. They were these shots of like broken glass and the, you know, the background vocals and the music and everything. It was very cinematic, but then I literally wasn't paying attention until they got to the fight. And then it was kind of a shit season. Everyone loved it, but I was like, all we got was the fight and I hate Candace and I don't really like Monique either, but I hate Candace more. And we get Candace got all these moments. So ugh, I don't like when they do that. Let it be about so many other things. So I appreciate that they saved this like big flash forward. Here's a preview of what's to come 
for just this episode. And because then it goes three days earlier, like a little rewind. And it's Harry and Lisa at the store shopping for their little get together, uh, which, you know, I just tuned out for. Clearly, Harry can't travel because of COVID. So he's stuck being around for filming. And he's like, look, I'll give you cooking. I'll give you cooking and gardening. You know, they can't all be Mauricio, right? Who was just born to be a house husband. First shot, it says Kathy Hilton's house. But you see Erica and Crystal coming down to the tennis courts without Kathy. (laughs) And Crystal's like, Kathy's so generous with her tennis court. She lets me play all the time. Which is, is this like rich people? This is so rich people stuff. When you just have a tennis court that maybe you don't really use, but you have it. And so if your friends, your neighbors want to come by, that's fine. Erica gives us a confessional and says that she's trying to get out, not wallow and do things. We've not once seen her cry over this divorce. So it doesn't really seem like she's having too difficult of a time. So whatever. Whatever, girl. She's terrible at tennis. I would be too. Uh, But Crystal and her friends are insanely good at tennis. And it was a very like power place for Crystal to come from. She got this moment. Production gave it to her. Crystal's very intense on the tennis court and talking about tennis and how competitive she is. So they gave her that moment. Um, But the real star of the show is Kathy Hilton coming out in her pajamas. In her pajamas, you guys. I couldn't, I couldn't be happier to see it. And she says, I woke up 45 minutes ago. Okay, so she knew a camera crew was showing up. (laughs) She knew that Crystal and and Erica were going to be playing tennis. And she decided to get out of bed when she felt like getting out of bed because she was probably up until four in the morning drinking Red Bull. I can't. I mean, we are so seasoned with the housewives. Like we, they know, they know the film schedule. They know what's going on. We know what they look like when they show up, even when they look a little ratty because they're on vacation, you know, and it's like the next morning. Kathy, they're, they're very aware that this is a filming day and she's in her cozy pajamas. I just love it. She's so unfazed by any of it. I mean, she's telling stories about hanging out with Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson teaching Kyle Richards. In case you didn't know, Kyle is Kyle Richards. (laughs) What am I saying? Teaching Kyle how to dance. So she is just, she's kind of everything Beverly Hills needs. Because when you think of Beverly Hills, you sort of think of this crazy Hollywood life. And that's Kathy. And um, they're talking about getting ready for the holidays. And Erica says, oh, my God, my house is, oh, it's just chaos. And then they shoot, they they cut to the closets full of shit. And it's a slap in the face. And you're going, at least now, knowing what we know, we're like, and all that's about to go. Because it can You don't need this much stuff if there are people that need this money and this stuff was given to you with their money. This is not like a wild concept. 
we've actually seen housewives on, remember Orange County? What was her name? Lynn? I can't remember what her name was, but turns out her husband hadn't been paying the mortgage and they lost everything. It's not like she could say, well, that was my husband, not me. That's how it works. So Erica tells us that in her marriage, she just sort of inserted herself into Tom's life. You know, if if he wasn't going down for all the things he's going down for, and this was genuinely just a divorce for her to be happy and live a happy life, I would really be here for this. This is what we've been wanting. We've been wanting honesty, transparency from Erica. We've never gotten it. Now we're getting it, but we know or we're super suspicious of why she's leaving. We've seen many a divorce on Housewives. It's never looked like this. So we go over to Kyle's for Christmas pictures, and I just love their family. I'm sure they're obnoxious to most people, but Mauricio is just the cutest dad, and Kyle and Mauricio, and by the way, I worked uh, at a very high-end restaurant for a while in Los Angeles, and I've seen Kyle and Mauricio out in public, you know, not performing at all, and they are just as in love there in that setting than on the sh- as as they are on the show. They are the real deal. They were meant to be, and um, their families just—I mean, she spoiled the hell out of their kids. Portia, hi, um, but still, for Bravo TV, they're the family that we've grown up with. So they're taking their cute little pictures, and then Kathy enters with this little tiny white dog. Oh, so cute. And, you know, with seeing this family together is so great. You know, we've, we've, I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think we've ever seen Kathy interact with Mauricio on the show. And now I get why there was, I think it was Farah's graduation from college. Kyle was like in tears because Kathy and her fam were not coming. And I was like, well, they're busy. They have stuff to do. But now we know that, or at least I've figured out like, oh, it's because she was mad at her. And that's why they sent a big old check. Ah, We get this great moment with Kathy's purse. And Kathy's like, I got socks, a pair of shoes, sweater. Kyle's like, carpet samples. Sandals for a pedicure. And then they're looking through it and there's like a little supplements box, you know, like with the days of the week on it. <laughs> there's dry shampoo, Kevin Murphy dry shampoo. It was great. Kathy just is the crazy lady that you want to see. And, but then she starts talking about how she talked to Kim. And God, that relationship is. The, the dynamic between the three of them is so complicated. Uh, we find out that Kim changed her number. Kyle didn't know. We've seen that in the previews. But it was interesting because Kathy said that Kim said something like, let's all just take this quiet time to figure out where we want to be in life. And then she says, she sounded great. 
I was like, she sounded great saying she didn't want to talk to Kyle. And then Kyle's saying, you know, he can't ever seem to get all of us on the same page at the same time. The three of us. It just, it's a layered relationship. Um, Mauricio comes out at the end and he's like, I'm going to go work out. And his eyes are just bloodshot. And I just, like, Mauricio just looks so cozy and comfortable. <laughs> like, the chill, like, you have to be super chill to be Kyle's soulmate because she's so high strung and he can just sit back and observe and he's he's yeah he's meant to be on this show as a house husband all right erica's house and renna shows up and they get like the tour of the place and of course renna is doing the most she's giving her everything but then she can't help but she throws in it's very charming (laughs) that's like so that's such a dig. It's kind of like when when Lisa Vanderpump called it uh, it's a cute, fat little shoe to Adrian. So now we get Erica in another confessional. The pr- producers have said something like, what's it like to not have, you know, all this money? Uh, and she's like, well, hold on. Let's not forget that I've had... Um, a book deal, a Broadway show, a makeup line. I've got my money. So this kind of goes, this ties into the theory that maybe she's been lying this whole time and developing her own, her own independence and wealth so that she could leave Tom. Um, so she, she took us, she took us through the inventory of her finances, but we know now that when the inventory of her finances were sent into the courts, they said, oh, okay, yeah, victims can go after her directly. So so in comes Sutton with the book. Sutton is the worst gift giver. Okay. First, the flasks. When Who uses a flask? Like who's sneaking alcohol in their purse? This is very Heather Dubrow in... Um, Where'd they go? Iceland? When Lydia takes them there? Iceland, yeah. And Heather's like, I just wanted an excuse to use my flask, so I brought Fireball. Pardon any background noise that you may hear. I live with um, my sister and her, her dogs, and they're adorable, but they are noisy. Um, And so Sutton gives them these flasks. Again, you either go to a bar and order a drink so you know you don't have a need for a flask or you know you bring a bottle and you pour yourself a drink but you don't like transfer it to a flask this is just something that you get as a gift that you're like okay where am i going to store this you know do i display it sure and then here she is giving this book this dolce and gabbana book that she's in twice and says if she's ever lonely she can open up the book and, you know, see my face. Thanks. Oh, my God. Who doesn't want that? What? Sutton is Looney Tunes. Not in a bad way, in like a pretty good housewives way. Like, you want crazy, and she's given it. Um, They talk about the violated... And Crystal not backing down off that word. I don't, 
understand why they are so offended by the word. It li- like Google the word. It means, you know, invading your space. That's all. It, just she, they didn't say like sexually assaulted. And I, I, I get that they're all a bit paranoid because they know how things can get spun. Hi, Denise. Last season. So maybe that's why Garcelle is coming so hard for Crystal and this word. Maybe they're all like seeing the writing on the editing wall. Like, uh oh, this could totally spin the wrong direction. But they came in really hard for Crystal uh, with this word. And then we also see Kathy calling calling Sutton Thomasina. <laughs> Kathy's given it to Sutton with this. She's not backing off teasing her. And we have learned that Sutton cannot take a joke. Okay? You can't even give her a little kick and say, Shh, we're, we're trying to prank someone. You kicked me, and I have very thin legs. Sutton cannot take a joke. So I'm pretty shocked that Kathy is getting away with this Thomasina joke, but Crystal doesn't want none of Kathy. That's for sure. And, and, and Sutton is just so offended. She's like, this peeping Tom business has to stop. This peeping Tom business, it must stop, must stop right now. But as my friend pointed out, peeping Tom isn't some huge insult. This isn't like the 1920s. Yelled peeping Tom. Oh, how dare you? I mean, there's so many worse things. It's a little joke, but Sutton is incapable of jokes. We have seen that. We know that. And so we are ripe for a meltdown, which we're going to get. Thank you, Bravo Gods. All right. So next we get Garcelle's house. Okay. Was this a complete, this was, I'm not even asking. This was a complete setup for cameras and I don't like it. Okay. It's her son. I don't know the younger one's name, but he's, he's got a Japanese lesson, virtual Japanese lesson on Zoom. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. You're telling me this kid doesn't normally study in his room. You got a big old house, but he studies in the living room where you happen to be with your bangs. And he's clearly thirsty enough to perform this for the cameras. And Garcelle is, you know, washing her hands and saying, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm making noise. And he, the kid's kind of loving it. Like, I, cause I watched it twice. Um, and he's like, he's, th- he's, he's thirsty enough to perform. But the other one, Jade, he is a mess. He is not having it. He is not having this. 
uh, she calls and says, she's like, hi, Jade, can you come downstairs and empty the dishwasher? And he's like, I did that yesterday. And she's like, yeah, I know, but, um, the cameras are here today. Okay. So we get teenage angst. I, I liked the way Garcelle was parenting though, because most of the housewives moms are just, they let the kids be complete assholes. She was like, you knock it off right now. I mean, it didn't do anything, but still, she was like, you knock it off. You hear me? You better get it together. Didn't work. And then the other younger one, when he was coming up with the punishment, had some nice little sadistic ideas. He's like, take his chargers so that he has his phones and his tablets and things, but they're slowly losing batteries. And Garcelle's like, wow, that's like torture. And he's like, I know. (laughs) I like that. Yes. All right. Lisa's house. Harry's a cooking. Um, And at some point she's like, did you want to bring out the cake? And he goes, well, that means I have to stay. (laughs) Respect. I don't like people either. And Harry's like, I, you know, I don't want to ruin my career by being involved in any kind of drama on this show. Fair. Very fair. And Lisa talks about how she's throwing this party, and then uh, they flash back to Garcelle saying, I want to have a Birkin party. What? But I like that Garcelle is also tone deaf to the time and the climate of COVID and people, like mass unemployment, (laughs) losing homes, lives, etc. Birkin party. Let's go. Okay, so Kyle picks up Dorit, and I love that it's Christmas time. It's a nice little, we never, I don't think we, we rarely see a lot of Christmas on Beverly Hills. That's usually like a New Jersey thing, and no one does it better than Jersey. Nothing is better than Italian Jersey Christmas. Oh, I think I might have to rewatch that, an episode of that today. It's just so nostalgic, and the food. I noticed that Kyle goes, do you have like a bottle of wine we can bring to Lisa's? And Dorit's like, of course. I don't know why that caught my eye. I've never walked into someone's, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be so loaded. Clearly, Kyle knows that Dorit has like a wine fridge full of wine. But I've never walked into someone's house like on our way to another party and been like, do you have a bottle of wine? Duh. You know. Oh, richness. And then they shoot to the little mini Kelly, the little cute. I mean, it's adorable. The little cute mini tiny Kelly Birkin. That's $8,150. So they're in the car and they're on their way. And Dorit says she's, quote, pivoting from swimwear to bridal. And a designer reached out to Dorit to collaborate, which makes sense. And Dorit, she's like, you know, I, 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 I go back and forth between being like, can I really do this? But then I think, Dorit. You've designed before. And then they show the Capri room. (laughs) Okay. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, stop it. I drive by this Buca de Beppo all the time. It's a fucking Buca de Beppo. 
I mean, <laughs> this is not chic at all. And her, her Capri room design, while I want to go there, the Capri room is, it's got fake lemons strung throughout the top of the ceiling. I mean, uh, I love when production just knows. All they had to do was show the Capri room and it was so funny. It's <laughs> all it was. Anyway. Kyle and Dorit get to Lisa's and Harry has very weird energy with them. Like they come in and he doesn't really say hello. He just kind of like stares at them. And so they're having to do the most. And then he shows them the table, uh, which, yes, it's impressive because he put plates and stuff down. It's just not my style of style. And he just, you know, I feel like he just wants to give everyone nothing uh, so that he doesn't get pulled into anything. But I find him boring. I find him boring and a little bit odd. So, I don't care. Uh, Dorit is doing the most in her confessionals, though. She's saying you know, she's doing the bit like Harry does pies and meats and PKs. You know, make me a sandwich. Oh, my God. Like, listen, they all have these moments in their confessionals where production clearly is queuing them up to act but sometimes they fall so flat and i just needed to point that out because it really it's stuck out um kyle's trying to get a little something out of harry though she says that you know she's like when i was 19 i had farah so hint hint scott disick and harry just is like no he doesn't care <laughs> harry's like i'm giving you nothing okay um we get this whole bit about grass-appropriate shoes. I can't wear heels to save my life, so I don't relate to this. I can't even imagine wearing heels just to even stand up and try on, let alone in grass. I would have already twisted my ankle. I've twisted the same right ankle like six times. Nearly broke it the last time, so. But what the fuck is Erica wearing? I don't normally have too many comments on the clothing because i have such horrible style like if i could live in like lounge where i would but erica is showing up i know it's december in la and it can be a little cold but it's like a backyard party and she's got all black leather studs combat boots it just looks uncomfortable and kathy as soon as she comes in Hi, Thomasina. Oh, Sutton loves it. Sutton <laughs> Sutton is about to explode coming in the door. Just just you wait. And uh, when Garcelle comes in, it was cute to see the little flashback to, to Rena's 50th birthday seven years prior. Because it's like, oh, proof that they are friends. They are friends and... That's kind of how much Rena fucked up because this friend is like, um, what the hell did you do to Denise? Cause you're never doing that to me. The bolognese looks amazing. Absolutely outstanding. So fine. I'll give you that, Harry. This was a little moment that they teased in the trailer. It might've been the trailer. It might've just been a promo for the, next week or something but uh they would sh they they edited it together to make it seem like when kyle said 
is Amelia going with Scott? That Harry responded, it's not appropriate. But that's not what happened. (laughs) He was just talking about something random. I hate when they do that. It's like a dirty little trick. It's like when they tricked us on Jersey to make us think that Melissa and Joe Gorgo were having some big fight. I mean, they had a fight, but we get into a little more of a Scott conversation and they all are putting in their two cents. And of course, Erica can't say a word because she's Erica who met Tom. And she says this really weird line. um, What can I say? Amelia's having a good time. I'm having a bad time. What can I say? What? Bitch, you don't know what to say. That's what's happening. You are stumbling over your story. That's just how it reads to me. Crystal says that she met Rob when she was 20, but I've heard that she was 17. We'll see. Someone else will dig it up, but I'm pretty sure, you know, maybe I'll dig it up. Check me out on Instagram and maybe I'll be posting about that because it's possible. And then Rinna going, oh my God, all this press that Amelia's getting, it's just awful. No one believes you. Not one person. Literally, you couldn't be happier. I mean, Rinna's even going so far as to tell us all the various things. Oh, now they're engaged. Girl, we know you, we would not be surprised if you planted it. She loves the press. But she's going to pretend she doesn't. So, whatever. Okay, so now the big moment where this is where Sutton goes left. This is where she snaps. And it's where the gifts come out. They do the happy birthday, Garcelle. And (laughs) Sutton goes, gifts? Because, you know, Sutton loves to give her bad gifts. It's her favorite thing. And then they, producers, I love the shady quick edit before anyone could be like, oh, no, did they not tell Sutton that they were doing gifts? They cut away to the dinner last week where Lisa says, guys, guys, I'm going to do a whole birthday cake thing for Garcelle. So bring presents. (laughs) Oh, this Sutton, this is it. She's done. And now it's gone too far. Because the very first gift that's opened, Kyle says, that's from from Crystal, Kathy, and me. And then Garcelle opens it and is like, oh, my God, thank you. And Crystal goes, happy birthday. And Sutton shoots her a look like, how fucking dare you? How dare you? And then so she, then she starts putting on her makeup and doing that very passive aggressive thing where you're like, like like silently sitting there, clearly something's wrong. But then when someone asks you what's wrong, you're like, nothing, nothing, nothing's, everything's fine. Nothing. Why? Why? I'm I'm just, it's Garcelle's day. It's Garcelle's day. And I'm just, I am just trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You guys, this is, this is a spectacular scene. Okay. Because we have, we have Kyle who spots it. She spots it a mile away. And Kyle understands the assignment. Cameras are there. She's not going to let Sutton get away without having a meltdown on camera. Okay? Don't waste this for after cameras are down. We want it now. 
So thank you, Kyle. She scurries over and won't let Sutton do that. I'm fine. I'm fine. Pulls it out of her. Meanwhile, they're, I mean, they're talking so quietly. Meanwhile, Garcella's still opening gifts. They keep doing cutaways of her, like pulling out presents and everyone being like, yay, we love it. And they're having this like intense conversation and it's like subtitled because they're whispering. It's fantastic. And then so eventually Sutton, she needs to get up because it's, she's having that big of a meltdown. I'm going to say it again. COVID has not affected Sutton very well. She has not handled this very well. So she's having her meltdowns. She's yelling at Kyle. Like she's straight yelling at Kyle. Um, And Kyle, Kyle says that this isn't the Sutton she knows and she's being irrational. So, you know, at least there's not one other person now siding with Sutton. Unlike before with the whole violating whatever, at least now it's like, uh oh, Sutton has lost it. Um, really funny shot. I don't normally love Rena this season, but she was really funny when they go back and they're at the table, but they're starting to realize, like, wait, what's going on? What's happening over there with Sutton and Kyle? But then Lisa goes, shots. Let's do shots. And to be honest, you know that like Lisa takes a sip of alcohol. She's just not a big drinker. Um, but still, she's she's a good hype man. Like she said, see, I'm an equal opportunity fan. I will give credit where credit is due, and I will also call it call a bitch out, okay? Even if I really like someone. Because that's what we're here for. Anyway, so <laughs> we're back over to Sutton and Kyle, and they're by this bar, this like little satellite bar that they have set up for the party. And Crystal's not doing well. <laughs> she's <laughs> Garcelle comes into and she's like, What's happening? And Sutton starts pouring vodka. And she's like, I'm upset, y'all. <laughs> she's like unhinged. Like she's not okay. <laughs> Okay, so this next bit, this next fight, I'm sorry, it's amazing. If you can't appreciate the drama of this scene, why do you like Housewives? I think that Sutton is out of line, out of line with how she's screaming at Crystal. And then Crystal is savage in her responses. The thing is that What's, what I like about this feud is that they're both coming from a genuine place and they're refusing to budge for the other one. Crystal can tell that Sutton needs so much emotional coddling, but she's just not going to give it because that's just not what she does. As opposed to like a Kyle who will. Kyle will be like, okay, if you need that, you need that. And I'm going to play the clip because it's just that good and tell her what you need to fix it so we can move on i think it's really you have used so many words about me and so now i'm supposed to i you you need to let me say my piece well now here's my question if i hit the microphone just now i'm very sorry i'm gonna keep my hands okay Here's my question. I get 
the, that Crystal can be really cold uh, to Sutton. But how do you guys hear Sutton talk to Crystal like this and not think, bitch, you better back that shit up? Imagine Sutton saying this to Dorinda or any of the cast of Atlanta. Crystal, all she says in response is, <laughs> okay, that's impressive. That's very impressive. Okay, we're going to continue. Okay. The word violate is really crazy to me. What crazy planet do you live on? Um, not yours. Okay, look, I know that's savage, but I mean, Crystal just said, what crazy planet do you live on? I think it warrants a response. I think it warrants Crystal saying something shady in response. And because Crystal isn't giving any emotion and she's so cool, calm, and collected, it looks more savage than the emotionally irrational Sutton. But Sutton is going way too hard and y'all aren't checking her like you're checking Crystal. It's so strange. That's why I just like both of them in this scene. I think they're both delivering because that's essentially all we want. We want we want a scene. We want a moment. Ah, let's keep going. We're not going to get anywhere from this. I'm not going to change the word that I use. The word was used correctly. You can't unuse it, Crystal. I would never. So I would now say it. I, and I would say the word again. What do you need so we can move on from this? I think she wants an apology. Please. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. This is amazing. Uh, Sutton is so used to her feelings being coddled. Like if she has a feeling, everyone sort of caters to them. And she didn't like the word violate, and Crystal must apologize. She must grovel and and beg for her forgiveness. But it's just a word, and Crystal has repeatedly said that she's not taking it any further. Sutton is the one who continuously brings it up. Sutton is the only one upset at this juncture. Uh, so I, I get it. Crystal's savage, and she's badass, and it comes across like mean girl. But what is Sutton? Oh, this scene is just fantastic, you guys. I let's let's keep going. I feel so, okay. Wait, I am sorry that you're oh upset. No, I should be so sorry that I'm upset. Oh, sorry, that's then I don't apology. apologize for that. It's word. not an apology. I didn't give you an apology for the word. The word I'm was used sorry properly. that you're upset. That is not sorry, an apology. I take it back. Look up the word. It is an abuse of privacy. Which is what you she didn't did to know me. you were naked, Crystal. No, no, she it's didn't not even naked. naked. Why are you so defensive? Okay, well, that's rich. Sutton calling Crystal defensive in this situation. Defensive of what? Crystal has been saying nothing this whole lunch. What are you defensive about? I get it. You want her to drop the word. She's clearly not going to drop the word because now she's being a little stubborn about it. Um, and that's her right. It's her right to be a little stubborn about it. Okay. Um. All right, uh, let's continue because it's, I wanted, I'm going to play it till the end of the scene and then I'll just do my final thoughts. What was going on that you're so defensive about? You're upset because you're jealous. Period. Uh-uh, I'm out. I'm out. No, you, Crystal. That was really Wait. 
Wow. Oh, it's just so much happening. Um, one quick little note that's not as super exciting, but I, I it kind of bugged. Um, why did Kathy have to tell Lisa, like, it's your house, get up and help? Lisa wants to stay out of everything, but just dip her toe a little bit here and there. She's like, I'm so, I, my thing is Scott Disick this season. Okay, that's what I'm doing. But anyway... I really like how Kyle and Garcelle are trying to like kind of keep Sutton reined in. So when she says jealous of what they assume that she's about to throw just some horrible, nasty shade. But because she <laughs> then they're like, OK, she just said ugly leather pants. That's not so, that's not as bad. That's not could have been worse. Oh, it was so good, you guys. I mean. We want this drama. We don't want manufactured drama like last year, like the year before, like kind of how it's been since season five. Once they lost Brandy and Kim, they lost a lot of tension, but then they were left with nothing. So then seasons started to form where they were like, OK, hold on, going into the season, what am I going to do? And they and they played that out. This is just genuine interactions that have culminated into this these two just don't get i mean they get along now though but they don't get along during filming and i like that they have made up and crystal has come out and said i regret being so intense with the whole thing i think i took it too far and we got to respect that you know it's her first season i like to show a little grace i don't get me wrong i think she's been super mean like when when sutton told her, look, when you called me crazy and manic, considering my father committed suicide and struggled with mental health, that was really rough. And Crystal just went, okay. <laughs> Sutton, I mean, hello, though. Sutton said, I'm not crazy and I'm not manic. And Crystal said, I'll choose to believe you. But then when we get this whole episode, it's not wrong that she's a little hesitant <laughs> to believe it. God, the trailer for next week. We are going to see for the first time ever, Erica Jane break, break down bawling. And I know we saw a little of that in Tokyo. It's not the same. It's not the same as what we got a hint of for next week. So I'm just beyond thrilled at this season beverly hills is back it is back baby okay well that wraps up my my first beverly hills recap thanks for tuning in if you made it this far make sure if you're not already following me on instagram to follow me on instagram at we speak housewives because i'll do some some updates soon i think i want to do revisits of Maybe Vanderpump rules the early years, possibly vintage Atlanta. I can't tell, but I want to throw up a poll uh, in my stories to see where we're at 
because we maybe do a watch along, a rewatch along, and I'll recap it. And so we can all kind of participate and just share our love of Bravo. All right, guys, that's it for me. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.